Hello, this is Dr. Brian McDonough. Today we're going to look at the O.J. Simpson slow speed car chase, the Bronco chase, as it happened. Now you've probably seen movies about it. It was the sixth most watched event in television history in a 50 year period. Today we're going to look at it a completely different way. Think about the world on June 17, 1994. O.J. Simpson, Heisman Trophy winner, Buffalo Bills running back who set all sorts of records. He's got 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. He was a pitch man for a rental car company. I mean, the guy was universally loved. That was the world on June 17, 1994. And what I want to show you today is an actual newscast, which actually focuses on the events of that day through the eyes of people who were essentially stunned because most people could not believe that O.J. Simpson was in this situation. We'll talk all about that next. And don't forget, please like the video. And in addition to that, if you can, subscribe. We will get right to it right now. Coming up, there are incredible new developments in the O.J. Simpson case. He is now a fugitive from murder charges, and friends are fearing for his life. Dr. Brian McDonough looks at a new technology that could help detect cancer sooner. And Jack Nicholson is back. Bill Wine has a review of Wolf. Those stories next on the 10 o'clock news. Now, the Delaware Valley's only primetime news hour, Fox 29's The 10 O'Clock News. Good evening, everyone. I'm Stephen Coleman. And I'm Jill Chernikoff. Here's what's happening tonight. He was to have turned himself into police in Los Angeles to be charged with the murders of his ex-wife and her companion. But O.J. Simpson has disappeared and had not been seen until just moments ago when authorities in Los Angeles believe they had spotted the Ford Bronco in which he was riding. Who's in there at all right now, but again... Uh just kind of going to take the time and, and patience of the officers down below just to kind of follow the vehicle and decide what they want to do. But as, again, as we always have seen in, in pursuits, and again, this is nothing but a pursuit at this point in time, although it's a pr very high profile at this time, uh, they will just kind of hang back and uh, let the, pr uh, the pursuit progress and see exactly what happens. But again, trying to make it as safe as possible and not try to intimidate the driver, whoever that might be at this point. The hope, of course, is that they are heading... Uh, with everyone's fingers crossed to police headquarters. Well, uh, that the police have confirmed this is the suspect vehicle, and uh, that seems to be the vehicle that uh, all the highway patrol are following. And of course, you can't see they're uh, lined up abreast and following the vehicle at a very slow pace, just trying to keep it as safe as possible. The city of Los Angeles has been racked these past couple of years, and this is just part of this continuing saga. Let me give you a little bit of background. Earlier today, in a moving and dramatic news conference, Simpson's attorney, Robert Shapiro, had pleaded for Simpson to turn himself in to authorities immediately. Simpson had been in seclusion with his lawyer, two doctors, and his best friend. They were preparing to take him into custody when Simpson and his friend, they say, suddenly disappeared. Simpson left behind three letters this morning, one written to the public, one to his children, and one to his mother. Psychiatrists later interpreted those to be suicide notes. There were words in those letters that did imply that perhaps uh, he was considering suicide. Of course, there is absolutely no way to, uh, to know that for sure. Then uh, just moments ago, as we went on the air, this Ford Bronco was spotted on the highway 
in Anaheim. All day, all day long, this has been a, an incredible story. Developments were unfolding throughout the day. Uh, earlier in the day, a 911 call was placed to Los Angeles police from the home of O.J. Simpson's ex-wife. Uh, police surrounded the area. A crowd gathered there trying to figure out what was going on. There were early reports that O.J. Simpson may have been inside that house. It was later learned it was later learned that he was not inside the house. Please surrender immediately. Surrender to any law enforcement official at any police station, but please do it immediately. First, everyone understand I had nothing to do with Nicole's murder. I loved her, always have, and always will. If we had a problem, it's because I love her. I loved her so much. As a last wish, please, please, please leave my children in peace. Their lives will be tough enough. I had a good life. I'm proud of how I lived. My mama taught me to do unto others. I treated people the way I wanted to be treated. I'm very confident we're going to find O.J. Simpson because this is a man who can't hide too easily. If convicted of the double homicide, this American sports icon could face the death penalty. The reason it's such a tragedy is because uh, this kind of shatters the image of somebody that a lot of people looked up to. He became a legend by running from the reach of defenders. He has now become a fugitive by running from the arm of the law. Farlan Chang, the 10 o'clock news. We're looking now at a live picture of the white Ford Bronco that is traveling down the highway, uh, believed to be near El Toro, California. We believe that that Bronco belongs to Al Cowling, the former Buffalo Bill, uh, and the best friend of O.J. Simpson. You are looking at live pictures from Southern California as California Highway Patrol officers are in pursuit of a white Ford Bronco. It is there, approaching the middle of your screen. That Ford Bronco, according to uh, Department of Motor Vehicle Records, is owned by Al Cowling. He is a friend of O.J. Simpson's. Cowling and Simpson disappeared this morning after Simpson did not show up to be arraigned on charges of murder. Of course, the murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and a friend of Mrs. Simpson. We are watching KTTV's coverage, that's uh, Fox 11 in Los Angeles, of this uh, ongoing drama of Al Cowling's car with O.J. Simpson in it, driving west on uh, the 91 freeway that would put them right around if you know la bellflower boulevard now this is called the artesia freeway and they're heading toward uh, compton jim hill oj's friend and sportscaster has been on the radio the last thing jim said was oj you were a man you are a man be a man turn yourself in we have pretty much verified that O.J. is in the passenger seat in that car. We have received a report that his mother flew in from San Francisco to Los Angeles this morning, but we don't know where she is in Los Angeles. This is definitely the Al Cowling vehicle, and O.J. is in the car. The California Highway Patrol's uh, Pete Gusterson tells CNN that O.J. appears to be holding a gun to his head. Uh, as we have reported earlier, uh, O.J. Simpson was in a very depressed state for the last few days since the murder of his ex-wife and her companion occurred. 
Uh, he had been visiting with a physician and a psychiatrist. He was on heavy medication. He was heavily sedated this morning inside the home when he was told that he was going to be brought in. Uh, Brian, uh, could you talk to us a little bit uh, now about his mental state? Of course, he was severely depressed, but is there anything else that you can add for us? Well, this is a very tenuous situation for the police during the chase because obviously, if you listen to what he said in the public letter, this is a man who is very distraught, a man who is not afraid to take his own life. He more or less spoke in the past tense. This is critical news. The psychiatrist has also said that this is something that he is afraid of as well. If they're involved in a chase, they have to take this very carefully, very closely, not just for O.J. Simpson, but for the man who is with him and for others because there is that potential that he could take his own life and there is no reason to rush this at the present time they can keep following him they're keeping it under control it seems that they are with uh, the very orderly pursuit that's that's occurring we have learned that uh, Al Cowling apparently is driving the vehicle that OJ Simpson is in the backseat of the car uh, we also heard on a report from the reporters in Los Angeles that it appeared that OJ Simpson is holding a gun to his head they are able to see into the vehicle uh, of course uh, after the reading of the public letter one of three letters that OJ Simpson wrote before his disappearance there was great concern concern over his mental state and the possibility that he might commit suicide. Uh, again, uh, we are hearing from Los Angeles that O.J. Simpson is visible in the vehicle, that he is holding a gun to his head as it travels west. And we're uh, going to stay on top of that, of course, while we bring you the other news of the day now. And here, let's, let's see if we can hear what's going on. Could we get some sound? Cars pulled over along the freeway who are on the freeway overpasses who are waving at him as this Bronco goes by them. Yeah, I find that, Chris, I find that very disturbing, and I think anybody that is contemplating joining the spectacle should stop and not do that. The reason being that any added agitation to someone in an acutely suicidal state of mind uh, just increases the risk of, of harm occurring. And seeing uh, hundreds of people on the, on the freeway uh, trying to join in the spectacle is, is not a good idea. Uh, just as you said that, we see more cars with people standing out along the freeway, uh, perhaps waving and, and cheering him on. Yeah, I think the best thing right now is to allow the police to uh, try to, to stop uh, O.J.'s uh, uh, or his friend's car as uh, easily and peacefully as possible. As a, a Los Angelino myself, I, I'm, uh, this is tragic. I, I'm very, very sad. And uh, if I could go out there and help him right now, I would. I mean, I think any human being who, uh, who sees somebody uh, who is obviously in, in this much pain must feel a lot of uh, compassion for that person. And the fact that uh, a lot of people, uh, I used to watch O.J. play football at USC when he was in college. I, I've got long memories about O.J., as do a lot of people. And, and I think uh, they, a lot of people want to, uh, want to see this end peacefully, uh, but I think they should keep in mind that uh, uh, joining in, in the spectacle at this point will not help. Uh, we should add at this point, Dr. Tom Linden, that... The words uh, of uh, Dr. Tom Linden out of Southern California as this uh, incredible pursuit continues to unfold in front of us on the television screen. You're seeing it live on Interstate 91 in Southern California. O.J. Simpson, the former uh, NFL star, reportedly in the backseat of that vehicle, holding a gun to his head, asking for his mother, uh, an instrumental person in his life. She was flown in to the Los Angeles early area earlier this evening. This chase began... Uh, got underway just before we went on the air this evening about seven o'clock uh, California time that would be Pacific time 
And uh, as you're seeing, a very orderly uh, procession as they continue to follow this Ford Bronco uh, belonging to a friend of, of O.J. Simpson's. Probably a psychiatrist uh, would say, uh, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, that if the person does have a weapon, as he does, it's best to stay back, to allow the person to feel that they are in control of the situation so they don't panic. It's very important. Uh, when I've been in situations like that myself on psychiatric wards, if someone has a weapon, if they have anything like that, you let them know they are in control. They are dominating the situation because they need that feeling of power that's very important to them. I think Dr. Tom Linden made a very important point as a psychiatrist, and he said they're backing off, they're letting him kind of call the shots. That's very important for O.J. Simpson at this particular time to feel like he's calling the shots. But in addition, remember, he's been giving sedatives and medication as well. We don't know the interaction and what's happening there, too. So it's a really precarious situation right yeah, now. Absolutely. Okay. And he is in a depressed state uh, to begin with, mm -hmm. Thank obviously. you, Brian. We'll be staying on top of that. Legal to aid a fugitive. Simpson was being called a fugitive all day long because he has been formally charged with the two murders. And so Cowlins and Simpson together have been on the run all day with police searching for both of them and their vehicles. And it was not until sometime... Yes, go ahead. We do know that O.J. Simpson was reported to be quite depressed uh, following the murder of his ex-wife and her companion, Mr. Goldman. And in that depressed state, we are told that his psychiatrist had been giving him some medication and that he was, in fact, heavily sedated this morning when he was uh, to be brought in uh, to custody, which, of course, never occurred because he disappeared. Brian, what can you tell us about these medications? Well, if he's on the, the normal tricyclic antidepressants, which I think you would expect in this particular situation, they will relax him, but they do it over time. They'll make him drowsy. He'll be able to sleep easier. A lot of people take them to sleep easier when they're having sleep problems. It would calm him down. There's also sedative hypnotics, which he can take. They tend, though, to alter the way you're thinking as well in a depressed state. And there's a, there's a couple problems with them. So if the psychiatrists were working the way I would expect them to do, it's probably your standard antidepressant. And isn't it true that if a person were to attempt suicide, it would be rare for them to do it in that totally depressed state, but rather as that medication uh, began to wear off and the person began to uh, become more alert, that then they would be more apt to do something violent if, in fact, that's what they had intended to do? That's a very good point. When someone is extremely depressed, they're lethargic, they're weak, they're fatigued, they really feel hopeless, but they don't have any energy to act out and do anything. As they begin to gain that strength, as they build that strength, and a medication can help that, a period of time can help that, then they are potentially more dangerous, and that's where you can run into problems where they may act out on it. I heard them saying that they might be potentially getting his friend away from the situation. I think that would be a dreadful mistake. He is the link that O.J. Simpson has right now in this situation. He is the person who is the lifeline, essentially, who is calming him down. I think in that situation, you want to do everything you can to keep him there. Uh, we look on this shot here, and it's really getting tough to see what's happening as it's getting darker. Uh, I think one of the things that may help O.J. Simpson as it is getting darker, as the evening goes, is with a life like he had where he got a lot of attention, I think he'll feel a little better in the evening if he was to turn himself in or go to do it in that situation under the darkness. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, Brian. Ultimately, as we now know, O.J. Simpson gave himself up peacefully. He did not harm himself or anyone else during the chase. There were some very interesting findings, though. For instance, he said he was not running from the law, but Al Cowlings, the driver, had $9,000 in his pocket.
they found in the Bronco a mustache, a goatee, and adhesive makeup, as well as a passport and the gun. In addition to that, you may have noticed the name Robert Kardashian. Robert Kardashian was a very close friend of O.J. Simpson. Sadly, he died nine years later from esophageal cancer. But you may also know the name because Robert Kardashian is the father of Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and Rob. His children have exceeded him as far as fame and fortune. Other interesting things. Behind Gil Garcetti to his left was Marsha Clark. Marsha Clark later became world famous as a prosecutor in the case. And perhaps more interesting than anything, this was the beginning of celebrity justice, celebrity cases, and live chases on the freeways. There was a period of time where helicopters were whisking up and down our major cities, consistently showing car chases. It was television that had to be watched. All of these things spun out of the O.J. Simpson case. I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. Thank you so much for watching.